Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BS can bring your space to life. So lots of sport on the weekend, but we can't forget that the All Blacks, of course, did have a big win against the Aussies, 40-14, to 14, and uh, Ian Foster, the All Blacks coach, had this to say after that result on Saturday. Just delighted with the performance. I thought a uh, great way to finish the championship for us. We were really up for a big one here at Eden Park. You know, there's still areas to, for improvement, but I just love the attitude and the and, and the strength, the set piece went really well, but overall, the, the I guess the commitment to play the way we wanted to play was there. So and it was against a very physical Australian team. I won't say discipline, but a very physical Australian team, and we had a, a little bit to overcome in that first 20 minutes. So really proud of the effort. Yeah, so there you go. It's uh, Fozzie talking about. He's right about the discipline. I, there was actually a stat that came up during the game, uh, and if, if you update those stats after the uh, 80 minutes on Saturday. Six games in the Rugby Championship, Kempe, right, for each team. How many yellow cards did the Wallabies have in this Rugby Championship? Oh, mate, I, I'd, have no, I'd have no clue. Double figures? Ten. Yep. Ten, yeah. Yeah, look, the, the referees, I guess that they – I was watching the game on the weekend and Saturday night, and the referee gave them every opportunity to stop um, the infringement. You know, stop it, stop it. I'm, I've spoken here twice now, next one go to Sinbin. And of course, that's what happens. They just keep doing it. And when you're getting rolled through, you know, the middle of the pack like the Australians were, of course they're going to pull pull down the ruck and you know and, and try and stop the momentum that the All Blacks had. But in doing that, they lose players, you know. Yeah. And then that's basically the game. The other guys use up, use up too much petrol, and you're always going to roll over the the top of them in the back end of the games. And um, yeah, it has been a big talking point. The referees. Uh, you see, the Frenchman was on the sideline. Yep. So he made a he made a quick appearance there in the second half. <laughs> Apparently, I was at Eden Park yesterday for the All Whites, yeah. and, and I was doing the ground announcing and that, and I was in with the guy who does all the all the sound, George, who runs the PA and everything there. And I said, "How was last night?" He said, "It was good, mate." I said, "Bernard, Bernard Foley get much stick?" He said, "Honestly." He said for the first half, every time he went to take a kick, the crowd was on him oh. straight away. <laughs> Poor Bernie. On him, on him. And so they, uh, they just absolutely giving it to him, which was, uh, which was hilarious. Now, we mentioned that 
uh, you know, our question of the day, our burning question of the day about are you happy because the All Blacks have now wrapped up the Bledisloe and the Rugby Championship is all good with the world. Ian Foster actually addressed that. He talked about the roller coaster results of the season. I'm just happy in the moment. You know, we've come into a championship. We've we've had, in our mind, probably the hardest draw we could have by having both tests against South Africa and South Africa. Um, we've got one out of two in that space. We've let ourselves down in, in Christchurch, but our response to that's been really positive. So, you know, we look at the last half of the championship and and really pleased with what we need. And all we can do now is deal with what's in front of us right now. But tonight, to have that sort of scoreline, if we were offered that before the test, you'd probably take it. There you go. He's um, he's, he's owning a little bit of that, Kempi, by the sounds of things. Well, I suppose he didn't really have anywhere to hide on it. No, and, it, and of course it's at the at the back end of the championship too. So he's he's reviewing it. He's saying, you know, basically we got the job done without getting the job done, and and what we used to, which is winning games consistently throughout the the series. You know, losing that one to Irish, I, I think that really hurt the public. Yeah. Um, people people were asking for blood, and he got through that. And by on all accounts, it was there was blood coming after the the loss at Alice Park, which just never eventuated. They got that one, and that changed the. The shape, I think, of the All Blacks for the rest of the championship with Joe Smith and and um, Jace Ryan being added to the squad. So um, you've got to, I guess, you've got to still address that. You've lost that Irish Test. You've lost that one that that one down in um, Crossroads against Argent, the Argentinians, and you've been scratchy. And he's saying that, but to get a, a big win like that at Eden Park, at least yeah, he can go and enjoy his beer got, after the championship. He's got to have the strongest fingertips in the world for how he's held on to that job, <laughs> you know, because he was hanging on. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I heard, I don't know if you've heard this, but I heard from several people and from several people who generally are pretty well clued that after the, lo- the that first loss uh, to South Africa, that Scott Robertson was told, get your team together. Well, mate, that's been the rumour. That's yeah. exactly right. So, um, yeah, I, again, you know, there's been so much else playing out apart from the coaching thing inside the, the NZR. You know, you've got the Salt Lake deal was coming through. You've got the coaching issues. You've got the All Black selection issues. And then they start losing. They lose a series against Ireland and that. Mate, what a torrid four to six weeks they had. Yeah. You know, so I think he's now got time to let those nails grow back. Um the northern hemisphere for me is going to be a really interesting tour because we're going to get a, we're going to get a snapshot of how far we are next to those sides up there. Oh, I don't I don't think Scotland's going to be a walk, walk in a park. Definitely know that England and Ireland aren't. Honestly, uh, if you're Scotland, you're looking at the All Blacks going, "Geez, the Irish have beaten you in a series for the first time ever. Uh, Argentina have beaten you for the first time ever in New Zealand. We've got to fancy our chances here." Yeah. And and I can't wait to get you know can't wait to get you guys up here. So now again, does he take the, the the guys that have played the majority of the championship in the Irish series up there, or does he look at bringing in a in a bit of new blood? If you're talking about um, an aging squad, to, to to sort of give them some football before they go up to the World Cup next year, so he gets a look at look at um, how much depth we actually have. Yeah, someone like an Almour or, or an Eklund as yeah, a hooking option. Yeah, I think I think you know. For me, if you you know, obviously they've rejigged the front row. I think that's a really good thing. I think there possibly could be a couple of young front rowers go up there. Like Newell needs to go up there. Yeah. You know, um, but I also think we need to we need to look at Sam Whitelock and and the um, the Barretts and that in the back row, the Brodie Retallicks. We need to get some support around them from uh, taking up a couple of young blokes and giving them some experience. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you've got Leonard, Leonard Brown coming back in the second five. 
which is going to be good. But does he take Damien McKenzie up there? What happens to, you know, in all of this conversation, what about Perfetta? What's happened to him? Yeah, where does he sit? Now? Where does he sit? Does he go on the tour? You know, like, I feel sorry for that guy. Plays plays 30, 30 seconds. Yeah. You know, gets a cap, but hey, you'd think they'll take him. You think, They've got to they? take him because, I mean, that's the other thing. And, you know, this is, uh, you know, he's been in there, he's been part of the t- But Damien McKenzie hasn't lit the NPC up since he's been back. He's been pretty it's ordinary, pretty hard, old Yeah, it's pretty hard to come back from that Japan competition and light any competition up down here, especially going straight in the, the, something like the championship because it's at a different level. So, but, you know, what you do know about Damien McKenzie is that he can make that step. Because you know that, that's with with the athletes, that's what it's all about. It's like you're a good footballer at this level. Can we put you into the next level, and you're still performing at that level? You know, and of course he's he's got proven track record. So um, that's the that's the probably the most contentious decision for me is whether they take him or Perfetta. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. Also, you mentioned Anton Leonard Brown. He is not nailed on to get that twelve jersey back after uh, Geordie Barrett's man of the match performance. Here's what Fozzie said about Geordie Barrett and that performance. He loves playing for the All Blacks, so he loves whatever jersey we give him. And I'm delighted with what Geordie gave us today. Oh, I thought he had a phenomenal game, really. He was very physical. With the ball, without the ball, he worked hard. He got some kicks in. So, you know, he should be very proud of that effort. Should be very proud. He was the best player on the pitch. Yeah, he was. I mean, I thought Sam Whitelock went close. Like yeah. he, was, he, he would have been there or thereabouts as well. Led the forwards very well, particularly that second half. He's a good captain, eh, yeah. Sammy? And... Um, Again, I'd, you know, talking to a couple of the ex-All Blacks about Sammy Whitelock picking up the captaincy, and they, you know, all they could say was that, well, he obviously is a very good captain because he just drives the team and gets the job done when he's out there. I think the difference about him getting it over Artie was that he's more ruthless in the way that he uh, his expectations are around that team. Um, so yeah, good to see Sammy Whitelock get that. Oh, yeah, I did look. I, <laughs> I thought that they were going to give, give him a bit of a break when they got out to 30 points, um, but they left him out there, you know, took Brody off, put Vi on, and um, Sammy Whitelock just stayed out there and did, did his normal job. So, you know, they, does he does he go to the World Cup next year? I think he does. I, yeah. think, I definitely think he does. Uh, the question is whether he goes to the World Cup as the all-black captain. Yeah. For me, because that was the other thing, is... I think that was the best All Black performance of the year. We talked about the Aussies being poor, but I think really it was probably the best All Black performance of the year, and it was one with Dalton Papali in the seven jersey and not Sam Kane. And 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 that was brought up yesterday as well. You know, no Sam Kane, Sam Whitelock, captain. Dalton was the second best on the pitch for me. I thought he like the contact area for Dalton, in and around the way he was defending. There was one tackle that he put on there, and I thought, who did that? Yeah, you because know, I couldn't see the because it was so heavy in a collision. collision. Yeah. There were two or three players around, and then they slowed it right down. And I went, "Man, Don Papali is he's having a, he's having a really good game." So um, he, on all accounts, so Rick, he needed to. Yeah, you know, need- there's been this talk about who goes in there. You know, Luke Jacobson. Do we put Artie back in seven? Do we give it to Dalton? You got Sam Kane's Just he's rode that that wave of of uncertainty of his captaincy in that position. Um, and then Dalton comes in with an effort like that. And then, but tell you what, you've also got to think, probably won't be there for the Northern Tour, but he will be in the mix for the World Cup. There's a guy called Ethan Blackadder that can cover anywhere in that yeah. that, that loose three as well, you know. So uh, something else to uh, something else to talk about. And actually, uh, you mentioned Sam Whitelock. Um, let's hear from Sam Whitelock, the All Black captain for the night. Probably the first uh, 50, 60-odd minutes, um, keeping them scoreless was... 
was massive. It gave us <clears> massive confidence, and um, there were some big shots put in there. But at the same time, we um, didn't get out of the, the tackle area quick enough, and um, that put us under some pressure. But the guys defending hard on our line, the desire was there, the effort was there. So that's always the first thing you look at, and um, the boys really showed what it means to play at home um, for our, our last test match here in New Zealand uh, for this year. There we go, Sam Wallock, uh, who was the All Black skipper on the night. Will he be uh, skippering that team a bit more? Let us know. Double eight, double three, double eight, double three is the temper bedpost text line. Uh, how's this for some viewing figures that Mike has texted through? This is from Australia over the weekend. If you if you want to see where rugby sits in their landscape, the TV numbers watching the Bledisloe, one hundred and ninety thousand. South versus the Panthers, one point two million. AFL Grand Final, two point four million. AFL. Mate, Geelong, Geelong on a heater too against North Melbourne, giving them an absolute toweling in that uh, in that final. The South Panthers game, that's you know obviously the the rematch from last last year's yep. grand final. That's why so many people wanted to see Latrell Mitchell to see whether or not he could turn it over. Disappointing um, for them, but well, I'm I'm really surprised. There's only 190 k watching the Bledisloe. So. Yeah, you go. It shows you where it sits, though, doesn't yep, it? It does. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.